I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Hey, everybody. It is that time again. Sports Overnight America, a different kind of show. Our email, sportsfred at AO.com, sportsfred at AO.com. Different kind of show, and we'll talk all kinds of sports. Sirius 217, XM203, all those apps, American Forces, gals and guys, you stay healthy. Sports Byline, Sports Map, radio stations like KSHP 1400 in Las Vegas. Mark Mancini is not with us this evening. He's with his grandkids, so uh, that's uh, fantastic for Mark, but... My cousin Andy Varon is filling in. Art Source, Galaxy Sports, former kicker for the Rams and the Trojans of USC, uh, will be appearing as usual. And a book, Together, The Amazing Story of Carolina Basketball's 21-22 Season. Uh, one of the three authors, Steve Kirshner, Associate Athletic Director of North Carolina, will be with us, and we'll talk about uh, college basketball. Big stories. Well, how about... The 62nd home run for Aaron Judge, now going on bidding, starting at $3 million. Remember, the Yankees asked for that ball from the guy. He said no. $3 million later or more, (laughs) he's a happy guy. And that was only number 62, not number 63. Imagine what 63 would go for. Talking about baseball and Aaron Judge, Yankees and Giants are the two teams mentioned. My guess, my hunch, said it all along. I think he's staying home with the Yankees. Cody Bellinger, Dodgers, very interesting. If they give him the $19 million, he'll stay. If they don't, who knows? Reading Toronto might be interested. Seattle might be interested. I think the Dodgers would be making a mistake if they don't uh, re-sign Cody Bellinger. There can't well. There are very few better center fielders. He saves a lot of runs. He's not hitting as he did, of course, in his uh, MVP year a few years ago. But uh, we went up forty something points this year. But you need him as far as defense is concerned. NFL Thursday night. Did you watch the game? Rogers blames himself for missing a few passes. Well, thank you, Aaron Ego. It's about time. We can talk about that. We can talk about anything else in the wonderful and wacky world of sports. Of course, Monday night football is in Mexico City. We can discuss that and a whole lot more all straight away on Sports Overnight America.
This special report is sponsored by Coca-Cola. Summer is here, and Burger King will help you beat the heat all season long with the newest frozen Fanta flavor. What is it, you ask? Well, the mystery has finally been solved. The newest frozen Fanta flavor is Strawberry Shortcake. Its color may be electric green, but this cool drink is packed with juicy, refreshing strawberry flavor. Easy for grab-and-go adventures. Frozen What the Fanta Strawberry Shortcake is your sidekick to summer. Whether you're headed to the park, the beach, the pool, or just trying to stay cool, stop in or hit up the drive-thru at Burger King and try the chilling, thrilling, frozen What the Fanta Strawberry Shortcake for just $1 plus tax. It's no mystery that your refreshment is guaranteed. So go ahead. Quench your thirst with a frozen What the Fanta Strawberry Shortcake for just $1 plus tax. Only at Burger King. Have it your way. Not valid in Alaska or Hawaii. This special report was brought to you by Coca-Cola. Progressive presents Forced Metaphors. About bundling your home auto and other vehicles. Any sports fan knows defense wins championships. Your championship is your boat, motorcycle, RV, or ATV. And your best defense is the round-the-clock protection offered by Progressive. Which is like having a goalie, a 7-foot shot-blocking specialist, and a linebacker all wrapped into one. Which, to circle back, means you're going to win the championship. Because, you know, defense. Forced Metaphors. Presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. Hi, this is Staples. So, rumor has it that Staples has everything I need to ship. That's not a rumor. We have all the shipping supplies and services you need. Boxes? Yep. Mailers? Yep. And I can actually ship there, right? We have UPS right here in store. Huh. What will Staples think of next? <laughs> right? No, seriously, I'm asking, what, what will they think of next? Staples has all your shipping supplies and UPS service in store. And right now, get 25% off UPS Express shipping services. Staples, the best kept secret in shipping. And 1231, valid only in Staples U.S. stores. Are you looking to improve your baseball swing? You need the Rip Grip Pro. Co-created by Dodgers, AAA star Drew Avens, the Rip Grip Pro will help you stay palm up, palm down, and pull the barrel of the bat through the zone instead of pushing it. Check out Drew's videos at ripgrippro.com and you'll see how this can help you or the baseball player in your family improve your ABs. Get the adjustability in your swing that you need. Go to ripgrippro.com. That's ripgrippro.com. Your bills are due on the 13th, but you don't get paid until the 15th. Sound familiar? Life doesn't always wait for payday. Get the NetSpend All Access account for your everyday mobile banking needs and get paid up to two days faster with direct deposit. Get started today at NetSpend.com and go beyond banking. Banking services provided by an account established by Pathword NA member FDIC. Faster access based on comparison of our ACH processing policy versus posting funds at settlement. Deposit account opening is subject to registration and ID verification. Terms and costs apply. And welcome, everybody, back on Sports Overnight America. Mark Mancini is off tonight. Uh, Andy Barron, my cousin in Connecticut, staying up very, very late, along with uh, Art Source of Galaxy Sports, uh, also staying up very, very late. Guys, uh, let's start with uh, Andy Barron. Andy's into the baseball collectibles, so I've got to throw him this question as I open with uh, Aaron Judge's 60-second home run going on uh, bidding on Golden, starting at $3 million. Uh, Andy, what do you think? About $3 bucks to start. The collectibles industry is going through the roof still, even with the inflation. It's really going through the roof still. And he's um, he was offered, I believe, $3 million, um, for the ball and wants to roll the dice and go in the auction. The way I look at this, though, is every time this happens, 
Um, you know what happens when someone hits number 63? Uh, it's a really bad investment to, to, to jump on that. That's why, from my perspective, those are, are not, you know, they don't, those don't have sustainable long-term uh, investment potential. But in this case, he did hit 63. Yeah. So my point is, what, what could that yeah. one be? Exactly. Who knows? That's, yep. Um, but he's, it's, it's still him. The point is, it takes you know, one other, another guy gets it and breaks the record and, you know. You have a very expensive baseball in your hands. <laughs> All right, Source, you were making millions when you were playing for the Rams. You've got the kind of dough to bid on this. How much would you bid for uh, the, the baseball? Oh, I'm stuck with my old Barry Bonds baseball. I'm going to have to stick with that one. You know, um, all those millions that I won, Fred, I, I basically kind of kind of went through some hard times there. So there's not that million. That, those millions are no longer there. So I would give them a solid 10000 for the baseball. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Talking about millions, uh, Art Source, uh, Cody Bellinger, Geiger, to kind of make a decision. Uh, do they invest at $19 million or do uh, they pass? What do you think uh, is best for the Dodgers? Uh, I think at right? this point he's not worth $19 million. If he was half the ball player he was when he won the MVP back in 2019, I could see doing it. Now, as soon as I say that, he's going to probably heal that shoulder up because it does take a couple of years to get the strength back. He'll probably wind up going to Toronto or, or somewhere and, and hitting 35 home runs, being the American League most valuable player and leading, you know, a great young Blue Jays team, you know, into a position where they get in the playoffs. So I don't know. I mean, I just I love the defense he provides for the for the Dodgers in center field. But, you know, all things being equal, you could find a great defensive center fielder who could hit a little bit better than uh, than Bellinger at this point in time. What do you think, Andy? Yeah, you know, I'm I'm not so sure. The Dodgers seem to have turned into the Yankees of the East. I'm sorry, the Yankees of the West, right? They got lots of money, um, especially in a year. This is funny. Like I think that last year, or the coming off a World Series win, they probably let them go. Coming off a giant year where they they had such a great season and then fell short, I think they're going to spend money and try to try to get back there. I think they're going to sign him. Just have a hunch they can't. Hey, let Fred. Yeah. Yes. Let me ask you a question. Jock Peterson's worth 19.3 million. No, he's not. It, okay, wait a minute. Well, the Giants think he is. Yeah. If they're going to give Jack Peterson nineteen point three million, maybe that nineteen million that the that Bellinger is is looking for isn't outstandingly out of out of reach. It was a Christmas present, a holiday present to Jack Peterson. There's no other team in baseball who would give him nineteen point <laughs> something million dollars. Okay, but you know, uh, Andy Barron, cousin Andy Barron, uh, you're in Red Sox territory. I, I'm surprised. The Bogarts thing. I mean, one of the most yeah. talented shortstops in baseball. Well, they got the money. Kyle Bloom has got plenty of dough to spend. Why did they let him uh, go? Uh, yeah, you know what? I I don't know the answer to that. I know that they um, drafted a a young shortstop uh, right. last year who's who's a few years away. So you know, Bogarts wants multiple years. If they they sign it for multiple years, they sort of put a roadblock. One, I love Bogarts, but one thing I know about him. Um, he doesn't want to move to third base. He doesn't want to move to another position. So I think they were just concerned about um, locking a guy in who um, he's been around. He's not old, but he's, he's certainly not young anymore. I think they were concerned about, uh, you know, locking somebody in that place for, for too long. Well, the Red Sox, uh, Red Sox also are, don't they have J.D. Martinez, who's, who's a potential free agent as well? I mean, they got to lock some of these guys up because. Yeah, and, no, and, and, and uh, 
the third baseman's, you know, under he's not up for for another good ball player. Yeah, he's not up for to leave yet, but they need to lock him up longer term. But he's the difference between him and Bogarts is he's 24 years old, right? So he's he's somebody they got to they got to hang on to. Would the Red Sox spend for a Danby Swanson of Atlanta? Would they spend for a Trey Turner? Would they spend for Korea, or would they not spend in that Trey Turner? I don't know. I think they're going to move their second baseman over to shortstop and then uh, and maybe maybe get on the market for a second baseman at a little less money. It's my guess. All right. Alex Verdugo, one of the guys sent to Boston from the Dodgers uh, in the Mookie Betts deal. Uh, I don't think he's played up to expectations, but I think he's exceptionally talented. I was reading articles this week that, uh, you know, after this year, they may uh, uh, say goodbye to Alex Verdugo. What do you think about that one? Yeah, you know, I think a lot has to do with uh, how they come out of the gates, right? It's one of those things when you're in your last place team, you got to make changes. And sometimes they're not. The Red Sox is playing in the AL East against the Yankees and those teams. They don't have the luxury of being patient to see if the eyes are going to pan out. If they don't, um, unfortunately, oftentimes they uh, they move on and, and go on to the next guy. What a Art, powerful, Art, what, do you think? what a powerful division that is, though. I mean, when you look at the Yankees, Toronto, Tampa Bay, I mean, <laughs> the Red Sox, and now you got Baltimore making a making a you know a, a, a very concerted move up the uh, up the uh, you know standings. That's going to be one heck of a heck of a division next year. And you know, I was really amazed. I thought that the Baltimore manager was going to win Manager of the Year, and yet, you know, nothing against Francona. Francona's a great manager. I think he won for the third time. And what he did with the Guardians. I mean, how about the Guardians having two of the top six players in the most valuable player? I mean, who would have who would have thought that the Guardians would have had two of the top six players in the American League MVP race? That's pretty amazing what they've done. The youngest team in baseball. Folks, you can email us at sportsfred at AOL.com. Sportsfred at AOL.com. Uh, uh, let's move to the National Football League. Bill Belichick. Is usually right. Uh, he certainly wins most of the time. He made a comment last week, Art. Again, you play pro football, so please respond to this. I, I think uh, he said that if you've got challenges left, you should be allowed to use those challenges in uh, the last two minutes of the half in the games. Right now, you can't. Those only go by, by referees or upstairs. What do you think about that? Yeah, why wouldn't you? I mean, it's like coaches that take timeouts to the to halftime with them or after the game. I mean, come on. I, I, the team's got a, a nice drive going. They got momentum. Hey, burn a timeout here and there. What do you, I mean, Mike Tomlin's got 700 of them in his closet. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, Fred, I have some thoughts on this too. I've, I've thought a lot about this because I, you know, I happen to like Bill Belichick and think he's right most of the time as well. Um, you know, the, the way I think it needs to work is it's, I think it maybe needs to work with a little bit of a different rule. Cause I know the, the big concern is that, People are going to use that as a, as a way of stopping the clock if they need to. So, you know, maybe if they do a rule that says, look, you, you take that challenge in addition to losing a timeout, which doesn't matter to you anymore. You take a challenge the last two minutes and you lose 30 seconds off the clock if you lose the challenge or you lose 45 seconds off the clock. So that makes it very, very risky that you wouldn't do it otherwise just to stop the clock. Can I tell you guys something else that bothers me about the NFL now? And I've watched the NFL pretty closely for 50 years, played in it. The way they change the clock management with, with guys going out of bounds, even with like under five minutes to play. I mean, they're constantly running this clock and I think it prohibits teams from making great comebacks. And I think in the old days, once you got to the nine minute mark of the, of the fourth quarter, 
Incomplete passes, stop the clock. You run out of bounds, it stopped the clock. It kept, it, it put a mandate on great teams like Cowers' old teams with Bennis, controlling the ball on the ground to make the clock run out, shortening okay. the games. Go but, ahead, Fred. But no, the reason is, in my mind, TV. all the early games would run late. They don't <laughs> want that to happen. They want the early games to be over in time. So the national games. So they're the slotting the games in that three-hour window. Yeah. And they, yeah. To me, if a game like, okay, let's look at last week's Buffalo-Minnesota game. Do you really want to switch from that game? I mean, that was one of the most exciting games I've ever seen in NFL history. Yeah. And it was like right when you thought it was over, something else happened. And, and I mean, my wife and I, you know, we were watching the game. We are looking at each other. What's next? Well, you, you know, know what? With, it, with cable and internet and uh, and all these different channels, there's a way to stay on a game and then have people that want to switch over to another game do it anyway. There's no reason to have to lock that game into that, that three-hour exactly. window. That three That's hour what window. I'm saying. We have the technology. Let, let me tell you something. I've got AT&T as far as internet is concerned. <laughs> so I tried to watch Prime every night, every Thursday night. Sure. And, uh, I never get through the fourth quarter. I mean, I have to redo it again. I lose it in the fourth yeah. quarter. Every You're not the Lone Ranger there, Fred. <laughs> yeah, I have yeah. Verizon. I have the same problem. Why would it's that like, be? We're paying for this. Can, game. Yeah. Okay. Can I tell you what it is? Yeah. Agreed. They went out there. They went out there. And originally that contract was not supposed to happen till next year. They pushed it forward. They make it happen this year. And technologically, it's like watching a Japanese movie, you know, like Godzilla, because the announcers are on, not on the same wavelength as the, as the video. So they're, you know, they're talking like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it's the funniest thing ever. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back with Baron Sports Trivia as Andy Baron tries to answer some questions. And Andy and Lisa started me with this on the show months ago. And of course, Art at 126 years uh, what medical miracle he is using legally tonight on sports overnight. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who'll sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759. 1759 800-449-1759 again that's 800-449-1759 do you own an annuity either fixed rate indexed or variable are you paying high fees and getting low returns if so annuity general would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity the annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers contains the little known truths about annuities like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. 
you get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Now time for Baron Sports Trivia. And, of course, Andy and Lisa, my cousins, back east. We started playing a little bit, and so I decided to put it into the show. You seem to like it based on your emails. You can email us at sportsfred at AOL.com. Very happy to have Andy Barron himself on tonight as Mark Mancini's taking a night off with his grandkids. Um, first question on Barron Sports Trivia. This guy led the majors in home runs in the 1940s. This guy led the majors in home runs in the 1940s. Oh, Andy's a young guy. But he's thinking, he's contemplating. Yeah, I'm trying to think. It said so. It's give me a minute here. All right. It was the, yeah. which league was it? National League or major leagues? Major yes. leagues. Major yeah. leagues. He wow. had he had 234 in the 40s that led the major leagues. I remember Ted Williams. Of, you're saying Ted Williams? Ted Williams. Well, um, you're a Red Sox guy. It might be Ted Williams. Uh, uh, Art, what do you think? Was it Ted Williams or somebody else? God, I'm thinking of Hank Greenberg. You know, it's just but, I, but he took off time as Williams did. For as, the, for yeah, the but everyone did, I guess. The reason I went with Williams over Greenberg, Greenberg was in the league as early as like 33 or 34. So Williams yeah. didn't break until 39. So that was his, like really his early prime in the in the 40s. What about what about Joe DiMaggio? There's a I mean, same thing, though. He was in the army. Yeah. And his, yeah. you know, his home run totals weren't weren't uh, prolific. That wasn't well, yeah, Yankee Stadium when it was 463 to center field. <laughs> so th- so I would have is- loved to have seen Ted Williams yeah. hit at Yankee Stadium and Joe D hit at Fenway Park. Oh, yeah, it almost <laughs> happened. It so, almost happened. So so this is sort of fitting. Okay. We call it Baron Sports Trivia. And Andy got it right. All right. I find it the, astounding. The splendid really splitter, Ted I, Williams. I find it astounding. Okay, Art. Um, what are you taking this evening legally? To stay up late and answer these questions. Hey, I got some new stuff called Nureva, which, you know, neuro is brain. Uh, another one of those uh, nootropics that help, you know, keep the noodle moving at, at the right speed. But I also still take focus factor. I like my Awaken. The Awaken keeps me up late at night here on Sports Overnight America. But yeah, I, I, I kind of like, you know, take one here, one there. But I got to tell you, with this economy, this wonderful Biden economy and inflation, I got to be honest with you. I don't know if I can afford to, you know, buy these pills. 
every time I look up, even on Amazon.com, they're, you know, they're expensive as hell. And it's, it's starting to cut into the old uh, savings. All right, Art, you got a chance to uh, answer this one on Baron Sports Trivia. This guy led all pitchers in wins in the 1980s with 162. This Oral Hershiser. No. Oral Hershiser, the Dodgers. That was quick. No, it's, uh, it's Jack Morris. So, Art, you think it's Jack Morris or Art? He David, might be, uh, he, he might be right. <laughs> I went with Oral because, I mean, I know Oral was pretty darn good in the 80s. So, All right. So uh, why Jack Morris, uh, Andy? Brown? Well, the biggest reason I know this is I won this uh, at a trivia contest at a, at a Hard Rock Cafe a long time ago with this exact question. So I know I'm right. Andy, look at <laughs> tell you he comes out comes out of left field. He's got he's smoking hot tonight. You gotta, you gotta well, stick with baseball for me though. If you as long as you stick with baseball, I'm in I'm in my element here. But you see, he's got an advantage, sir. You're 126. You're 126, <laughs> and Andy's like 50. It's a big difference. Believe me. And, and the show's named after him, too. So, I mean, yeah. Uh, all right. So, Andy, while we're talking to you about let me throw you a question. Um, yeah. If I had a 15-year-old kid and he said he wanted to play football, I would say no. Your kid plays hockey on a very good team. Yeah. Talk about the decision you and Lisa had to make allowing him to play. Allowing yeah, you him, know what? I don't know. It's, it's the, he's played since he was little. It's the sport he loves. And, in fact, um, you mentioned his club hockey team is ranked was was ranked number six in the United States, and they knocked off number three last week. So we're waiting for the new rankings. And um, and he plays the role of a physical player. Um, like everything else, I think football is the same way. Um, it's about training. It's about making sure that kids understand. It's about making sure they use the right equipment. And um, and then it's about the enjoyment of the game. And, and I, you know, I played hockey myself. Um, thankfully, I didn't have head injuries, but I can tell you that I have – knees and a back that that are I'm paying the dues for those years playing hockey um but I loved it and I still love it so you know how do you how do you stop someone from from doing something they love like that you just Archie, protect you him agree? you protect him with the best possible equipment let them know that you know no don't stick that head in there that's the thing see I played middle it's all linebacker about the training. in high school yeah I played middle training. linebacker in high school and our coaches taught, taught us to bow that neck stick your head right in there go up through the chin you teach that nowadays, they'll put you in jail. And believe <laughs> yeah. me, th- th- seriously, there, there's a there, that's not good. I would see the little, you know, the neurons flashing in my head, and you know, and yeah. I don't know how many brain cells you burn when those happen, but it can't be a real positive thing. I've said this before. I will make the prediction: fifty years from now, we'll be playing flag. We won't be playing tackle football. You know what, Fred? I actually think in the not too distant future, those those uh, I think those really ugly. Things they put on the top of the helmets are going yeah. to become part of the, the uniform or so part of the it's going to be equipment like the Jack in the Box League. <laughs> yeah, I think they're going to. I mean, those those seem to work. So why wouldn't they force? Well, force you know, they also have something that you wear under your helmet too. That's yeah. supposed to be pretty protective. So I, I would think that that if the NFL and, and high school football, which is a big problem in, in high school football, some of these helmets now that are really state of the art that that spread out the blows, they're two grand. Mm-hmm. Now that's hard for a family. You know, in, in the economy we're living in right now, the, the kid wants to play football. You want him protected to the highest level. Can you afford a $2,000 helmet? You're actually having schools sharing helmets with other schools, you know, if they have extra ones, which I think is fantastic. But, yeah, that's the technology has to keep moving in a positive way because, uh, you know, between fentanyl and, and head injuries, 
not a good situation for the young kids. All right, let's go back to Barron Sports Trivia. And Andy Barron, here we go. Uh, first player ever to break a backboard in the National Basketball Association. First player ever to break a black backboard in the NBA. And uh, Andy Barron, do you have any thoughts about this? You know, I don't know if he's first, but when I was a kid, he was the one who did it often. I'm going to just have to go because I don't know anyone else. Is Daryl Dawkins. Daryl Dawkins of Philadelphia. Uh, all right, Art, is Daryl Dawkins correct? I think it's it, he's one of the guys. I think Gus Johnson may have done it a little earlier what a uh, when he played for the Baltimore Bullets. What a player. I remember him breaking one. Um, but I, I think I think – Based on what I'm hearing, I think Andy might be right. I don't know if that game was televised. I don't know if people actually saw Gus break the backboard. Okay, let me tell that you. was back in the 60s. It, it was before Gus, and uh, he was a great shot. Oh, really? Did he play for the St. Louis Hawks? He actually played for the uh, Boston uh, Celtics. He was a great shot. Andy, he was a great shot. Wow. Use the rifle. Uh, Connors. <laughs> Chuck Connors, the rifleman? First guy to ever break a black back. I knew it was, was a koozie. A, hey, it was a koozie. Right, there you go. Listen to this one, guys. When my dad used to have the village in on Bobble Island, Chuck Connors used to come in all the time. Right. And I never realized he was as big as he was. Right. I mean, that guy was six foot five, solid as a rock. What an athlete. He He's never a baseball player, too. I mean, Baseball oh, player, yeah. basketball player. Yeah. I mean, the guy was, you know, and I mean, you go back and watch those old shows on Nick at Night and stuff. I mean, what a great, between him and Andy Griffith, the messages they portrayed to their kids, you know, about being a man's man and standing up for right and good. And man, they were awesome. I miss those shows. I, actually I watch did. them. I, you can watch them. Me TV. Yeah. You can run now. I mean, I, right. I, I watched the rifleman. I, See, that's I, why you're so well-centered. Oh, yeah, that's me. Well-centered. <laughs> okay, very quickly. Uh, this is for Art First. Um, uh, Southern California type question. John Wooden said many times this guy was his best guard who ever played for him. John Wooden, man, he became a uh, actor Walt, and a producer. Walt Hazard. No, Walt never became an actor or producer. This guy became an, an actor, actor or a produ produ and a producer. Market Marcus, not Marcus Johnson. Guard. He was a guard. It wasn't Henry Bibby. I tell you, if Andy gets this right, I'm going to give up here because it's, uh, not, yeah. it's an LA question. Andy's it's not getting this one right. Not, <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't Goodrich. He was. A, he, okay. was a, he, he was in the police shows. He, he was an actor. Oh, uh, I remember who you're talking. He was a police officer. I I can't think of the show right now. Mike Warren. Okay, do you Boy. see that medicine's working? It just <laughs> snuck in there. It can't that, medicine, <laughs> that medicine is working. Unbelievable, folks. Email us. Tell us uh, what you think about that. Uh, that was like Ross money. Porter in the old days coming up with stats out of nowhere. Boom. On you know, Tuesday afternoons. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, Art, you know, before he was doing the Dodgers, he was on Channel 4 here, KNBC. Yeah. Well, then KRCA some of the years. I don't know. But anyway, the point is, I never saw him make a verbal error. Now, I realize you're reading a teleprompter, but everybody makes a mistake now and then. In all his years, I never saw Rob. When I've told him this, he's, oh, come on, Fred. Oh, you know, no, he, he, you're right. Did, but he never Brian did. Brian Gumble and I've actually talked about it because Brian did sports with him. So did Ted Dawson over the years. And they said they've watched um, so many thousands of his sports casts, which were like, you know, 
a minute, 45 seconds, and he was like, and I mean, he had it down to where when he was done, he'd look over, whether it was uh, Jess Marlowe or, or Paul Moyer, and he'd say, and that's the, that's the look at sports. It was amazing. He was great. Let's go back uh, with more right after this on Sports Overnight America. Progressive's Home Court Explorer lets you easily compare our direct rates with multiple companies. Now that we've covered something you could do, it's time for Sports Stuff You Definitely Could Not Do. If you were head coach, you would not have gone forward on fourth down. Your confidence in your play calling ability might be a little overblown, considering you're barely confident in which restaurant to order takeout from, let alone choosing a play in front of 70,000 screaming fans. But you definitely can use Progressive's Home Court Explorer to easily compare rates. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. TrackPhone wants to know, are you an influencer, a big live streamer? No? Then guess what? You don't need an endless data plan. Get just the right amount of data with TrackPhone's $40 unlimited talk and text smartphone plan. Now with 8 gigs of high-speed data and unlimited carryover. On America's largest, most dependable network, now with 5G. Get the data you need at the price you want. TrackPhone Wireless. Now you're in control. Available at major retailers. 5G-compatible device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. See terms and conditions at TrackPhone.com. This is Staples. So rumor has it that Staples has everything I need to ship. Mm -hmm. We have all the shipping supplies and services you need. Boxes? Yep. Mailers? Yeah. And we have UPS here in store. What will Staples think of next? (laughs) Right? No, seriously, I'm asking, what what, what will they think of next? Staples is your one-stop shipping destination. Now get 50% off shipping boxes, mailers, or tubes when you buy five of the same item in-store or online with one-hour pickup. Staples, the best-kept secret in shipping. Ends 1231. Exclusions apply. Visit staplesconnect.com slash shipping for details. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes. I'm Cologuard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive result should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay $0.00. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in. What's the best product I bought this year? Oh, that's easy. Salon Pos Pain Relieving Patches. The proven medicines in Salon Pos Patches reduce my pain and let me do the things I need to do every day. In a recent clinical study, patients using Salon Pos reported improved sleep, mood, and the ability to work. They had less pain and were able to reduce their use of oral pain medications. For pain, I use Salon Paws. It's good medicine. He sent me to. Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's Sports Overnight America. And, um, our guest, uh, Steve Kirshner, having run some technical problems. The book is Together, the Amazing Story of Carolina Basketball's 21-22 basketball season. Let me ask you guys a question. Usually when you write a book like this, and he's an associate athletic director at uh, UNC, 
It's when you win the whole thing. They came close. They lost to Kansas in the finals, but they didn't win it. And it's a very interesting book. It really is. Hubert Davis's first season at uh, North Carolina and the changes he made after Roy Williams uh, retired. Do you have any thoughts about uh, college basketball and the future thereof, uh, Andy, with NIL? And I've said this before on this show, and, and Art's agreed. I think NIL, paying these kids the kind of money that they're getting, is going to ruin the game. But your comments? Yeah, you know, I can see both sides of that. The one thing I, I do think is the, is the case, though, because um, I think ba- college basketball changed quite a bit when when players started doing the one-and-dones. Like, I loved college basketball when when you got to know a team and they came up together and they played four years and you, you knew them Amen. like you knew NBA players. And that's all gone, and I get that that's behind us. But even with that, um, there's something magical about March Madness that doesn't really exist in, in other sports. And, you know, I tend to think because of the – how, how many upsets there are and, and game winning shots. And it's just, I don't, I don't think you can ruin that. I, I think it'd be hard for them to ruin that no matter what they do. And, and for me, you know, March Madness is, is one of my favorite times of year and it is every single year um, mm-hmm. beca- because you, there's just nothing quite like it in, you know, in sports. Okay. Now well, I'm usually those- out in my, in my brackets, I'm usually out in, you know, in the, in the first three or four games. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, oh my God. I can't believe I lost that one, you know, for those but it you- is. Well, let me Go say, ahead, Fred. For those of you who are, can watch or viewing this, not just listening, I've got my uh, Lindy's uh, Sports Collect uh, College Basketball this season. I haven't opened it up. Got it like six weeks ago or eight weeks ago. That's how much I'm turned off to the second favorite sport that I've had growing up. Beyond baseball, it was always college basketball. But because of the transfer, the portal rules, and the NIL, it's just not the same for me. Art, talk about that. No, it's, it, it isn't the same, you guys. I mean, I grew up, I, I was a huge UCLA basketball fan. I remember them playing against SC and Gus Williams and Mo Layton and the great teams that Johnny Wooden had, the pyramid of success. You know, you got to fall in love with those guys for three, four years. Yeah. And they were your guys. And, and whether you were, you know, an Adrian Dantley fan at Notre Dame or, you know, a, a Christian Leitner fan at Duke, you, you really did get behind your team. And I think they're really missing the boat here now. But I'm wondering with NIL, the fact these guys can make enough money if it might not change now, because we found out the quarterbacks that are highly ranked in the, in the NCAA are making upwards of $2 million. So what is a star point guard or a star forward that can fill up the rack? You know, what are they going to be worth? I mean, if you're getting paid, a million, two million to play college basketball. Why wouldn't you stay for a couple, three years, get your education, make some money, and then go on to the National Basketball Association? Because that word comes in greed. You can make more in the NBA. Yeah. Well, and, imme- yeah. and immediately. But you can't go back. You can't go back and have the great times you have with your teammates. You know, I mean, and you got to remember, I've, I, I, we were talking about, you know, the rivalries of football. You know, whether it's USC, Notre Dame, USC, uh, Alabama and, and Auburn, you know, everybody thinks that these people hate each other. They don't hate each other. It's like when Larry Bird's with Magic Johnson, they yuck it up. They have a great time. They tell stories about each other. There's camaraderie that goes deeper than the schools. You know who get mad at each other? The fans. The fans can't stand each other. But the players actually respect each other to the point where when you're out there competing physically at the highest level, 
you shake hands with them and say, wow, you really came at me and I came at you. And there's a there's a real love there is what I'm trying well, you know to what? say. Th- you those know? guys all know each other because they've been playing against each other in AAU basketball since they were 10 years old. Right. The or your players. hockey, like your son with the hockey. Same kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. My son, every game after the game, the guys get together because he knows half the players on the other team that he's he's played against his whole life. So that that to me has changed. The AAU has certain, certainly changed that aspect. And, you know, Fred, uh, to answer your original question, I'm kind, I am I feel like you do. And I, I know, notice that I don't watch nearly as much college basketball any longer, but I'm still drawn to that March Madness. No matter what happens, I, I still come back. Yeah. Well, it should be interesting. And uh, according to Lindy's, it's North Carolina. Houston, Gonzaga, Creighton, Kansas, Indiana, Michigan, Duke, Kentucky, and Baylor, one through ten. Sounds like the same old blue buds yeah. to me. I don't see you still, I don't see you still right here. And because some of those teams have already lost the game. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I, I don't see my Bruins here, and that's because of Mick Cronin being one of the worst uh, coaches oh, on earth. Let, let, me, let me ask Andy. He's a dad. <laughs> Mick Cronin is a screamer. He's a five-foot-nine-inch screamer. A lot of these coaches don't scream. And I'm just saying, if your son was playing for one of these coaches, like Mick Cronin, and you saw that, how would you feel, Andy? Uh, you, you are a parent of three kids. Uh, how would you feel about that? Yeah, so you know what? It's, a, it's about open, open communication. I think there are kids that, that need that from a coach and, and thrive under it. There's kids that, that shrink and, and, and disappear under that. Um, I think you need to know your kid, know what, what's right for them. And, uh, and, and all you can do is sort of help steer them toward the, toward the right, not just coach, but the right, the whole right atmosphere for them when they, when they go into you know, these programs. Over the 70 years, Fred, that I was been involved in coaching and sports and the whole shot, I've watched it change. And, you know, the coaches used to be really hard-ass guys. And now I think the positive reinforcement role is much better for, for the modern generation of kids. I think you put your arm around them and say, Hey, I need more from you, you know, but you don't make a big deal on the sidelines like Cronin does, or like Bobby Knight used to do, you know, you whisper in their ears. It's it's so much easier just to, to have the kid. And, but, but like you said, Andy, some kids, you know, they need to have a fire lit under them. You know, I remember, I remember when, you know, John Robinson took over for McKay at USC when I was kicking there and he told me I'd never kick at USC. And I said, you've never even seen me kick. How do you know that? You know, and, and I basically said, you're full of shit. I'll show you. And I went out and I went out and worked my butt off for six months, hung out with the linemen all summer. I wasn't even going to get a chance to compete. And Munoz and Brad Buddy all said, hey, this guy worked really hard, coach. Can he have a shot? So Robinson let me put the, you know, put the, the ball where I wanted. I said, let's go from 57. I made four in a row, almost knocked him off the tower. Cause I was so geeked up to prove to this son of a gun that I was better. I was a champion. And if I'm the worst guy on your football team, you're going to win a lot of rings, baby. <laughs> and let me tell you my story. As far as coaches are concerned, 10th grade Culver city high school. Uh, I was a basketball player. Uh, and uh, one of the rules that the coach had was you had to run this cross country under, I don't know how many minutes. There was no chance on earth of Fred running this cross country under, if he said, five years, I'm not, making, I'm not making it. So it was a very smoggy day in Southern California. And he thought I was crying because I was so far behind everybody else in the cross country. And I wasn't crying. The smog got into my lungs. And, and so I couldn't breathe. So my point is, that was the coach. That's the coach 
but I knew, but he, but he knew after that, he put his hand on me and, and the whole thing. I couldn't handle coaches to scream. I'm just telling you, I was going to play basketball at Arizona. So believe me, I had a lot of coaches growing up and I was one of the guys that would play worse. If you screamed at me, you had to coddle me. I'm sorry. And, and Andy's point and your point, well taken that everybody's different. I understand that, but for Cronin, you know, he, he takes the credit when they win and he doesn't take the responsibility when they lose. That's what upsets me. And that's why I wanted to talk North Carolina basketball because UCLA had more talent than North Carolina. They were one or two players deeper. However, in that game last year, in the Sweet 16, Cronin played his two best defenders, a total of seven minutes, a total of seven minutes. And you know what, Fred, nobody ever challenged him on that. I never heard a sports writer on the LA Times, the Daily News, the Orange County Register. None of those daily beat writers said, why were your best two defensive players on the pine in game? What a chick used to say, winning time. Right. No, you said he led most of the way, two minutes to go. Caleb Love for North Carolina was going crazy. And he had his best two defenders on the bench. Not trying to stop Caleb Love. And that's why I was hoping that Steve Kirshner would make an appearance and, and the book together. Hey, before I go to a break here, I just found out that Al Michaels will be going, will be doing one or two NBC games later this year, including a playoff game. Andy Barron, you're first on this one. Uh, uh, you know, I thought, you know, when you leave, you sort of break ties. In this case, apparently Al's still friends with people at NBC. They're going to ask, uh, Tariko's going to take a, a night or two off. And Al's going to do a playoff game. Uh, and I think one other game, too, for NBC on Sunday night. So I won't have to worry about Prime going off in the fourth quarter. Andy Barron, any comments? Yeah, so I was actually really happy to hear that. And, I, and he left the right way. He left the door open, clearly, maybe behind the scenes. And, and personally, you know, I have a soft spot for him. I, I believe in miracles when it comes to hockey. So <laughs> I'll, I'll listen to him anytime. Art, what do you think? I think it's fantastic. I mean, I've been an Al Michaels fan since the very beginning. First time I ever heard him, dad and I were in Waikiki and he was doing Hawaii Islanders baseball in the Pacific Coast League. And I told dad, this guy's going to be the next Finn Scully. And my dad laughed and years later. He said, wow, good call by you, kid. But hey, special, special thought goes out to Joe Starkey. All right. The big game, Cal, this weekend, he's, he's retiring. It's his last, last football game called for the University of California Golden Bears. 40 years in the booth. And he, of course, the, the tape of the, of the Cal, the band play will go down in history, but thought we ought to give a little kudos to Joe Starkey for a great career. I want, I want to go back to Al just to, you know, I know he's a fine announcer and that's a, a, a thing that you'll never forget to, the Cal versus Stanford encounter. Um, there was a show called Break the Bank, a game show. And I've said, I've used this story on the air, but I, but I have to use it again. So it's in Los Angeles and you try out and you take a written test and the guys that pass and the gals that pass the written test move on to the next stage. And a woman got in front uh, of the audience and she said, this is Los Angeles now. Who's the best play-by-play baseball guy? And everybody screamed, of course, Vin Scully. And I screamed, Vin Scully or Al Michaels. The woman came off the stand kissed me in the forehead and said, I, I'm his mom. That was Lila Michaels, one of the nicer people on earth. 
I had a pretty good shot of getting on that. Head of the Hamilton High School PTA. Hamilton. I lasted <laughs> I lasted four days on that show, and that was all because of Lila. And then later, out of nowhere, silver, she called me again. Devil. And Joe Garagiola was doing a show called uh, Strike It Rich. This the rendition of Joe Garagiola doing Strike It Rich, and we won again. So uh, we're going to trip to London off of this. So. I'm always an Al fan, and Lila passed away 15 years ago, but she's a, one of the nicest people on earth. But whatever Al gets, Al um, d- desires nobody as sharp as him. What is he, 77? Or he doesn't look it. He looks amazing. And he's never eaten a vegetable in his life. Is that no, true? He can't stand yeah. That's true, yeah. He he's likes prime eaten. rib. He yep. likes ribs. He's he's a he's a big carnivore, baby. <laughs> I think I think it was on I think it was on Costas's HBO show where he said he's never eaten a vegetable in his life. Unbelievable. All right, we're going to come back and uh, wrap things up on Sports Overnight America. You can email us at sportsfredradio.com, sportsfredradio.com. Back with more right up. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin. UVB rays burn. And both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Do you own a timeshare? Well, face the facts. You made a mistake. You made a bad purchase. A timeshare is not an investment. It's a money pit that continues forever. If you use your timeshare, that's great. But if you don't and you want to legally get out of your contract, call my friends right now at the Timeshare Exit Hotline. They're an experienced team of lawyers who help good people like you get out of a timeshare contract that they just don't want. Don't throw away your money on maintenance fees. Use it for things you really want. We can help you end your timeshare contract and stop the money drain immediately. If you're ready to move on with your timeshare, call our team right now. Cancel your timeshare now with a free call. 800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800-800
That's 800-824-5131. Hey, welcome back, everybody. It is Sports Overnight America. Cousin Andy Barron, uh, Art Source, Mark Mancini's off tonight. I'm Fred. You can email us at sportsfredadale.com, sportsfredadale.com. Monday night football in Mexico City. 49ers, about a seven, seven and a half point favorite against the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, we don't know at this point uh, if uh, Kyrie's going to play on uh, uh, Murray's going to play on Monday or not. Andy Barron, what do you think? Monday night football, 49ers, Arizona, Mexico City. Um, I think it's awesome that games are in Mexico City. I think it's very cool that, that the NFL has um, been able to branch out into other countries. Mexico is clearly a country that I've, I've actually read that it's the number two watch sport now behind soccer. It's even ahead of baseball now in Mexico. So at the end of the day, I think it's great for the sport. I think the fans love it. And, and of course, it's, it's gonna be, it, they wouldn't be there if it wasn't making money for the league. So, um, so I think we're going to see more of that. Art Source, you've been known to wager a shekel or two. Uh, who do you like on Monday Night Football? Uh, Arizona seems to have the 49ers number. That's a lot of points, seven and a half. That bullet makes the huge difference. Um, I'm, I'm a big fan of Colt McCoy. I, I actually think they're a better team with Colt McCoy. They don't make as many mistakes and stupid plays. So I'm going to go with Arizona in that game. I'm going to take the over, too, which is 41 and a half, which I think is real low. But I got to tell you, Fred, I've been in Azteca Stadium. I actually kicked there with the Raiders back in uh, the early 80s. And that is one hell of a, an edifice. I mean, 125,000 people can get in that stadium. It's huge. Here's the other thing that people don't, rem- don't think about. It's 7,000 feet high in yeah. Mexico City. So that's going to be a factor in the game. So you're going to really have to make sure your guys are, are working in and, you know, getting getting a lot of backups into the game. But, yeah, I'm going to go with Arizona. Um, I just uh, – I got a funny feeling on this one. Uh, Andy Barrett in 15 seconds. Uh, Qatar has now said no beer during uh, <laughs> the World Soccer Tournament uh, starting uh, Monday. The hooligans your, are mad. <laughs> your thoughts. Uh, what, what do you think, Andy Barrett? You know what? Um People have time to drink beer. If they want to go see a soccer game, they go see a soccer game. There's been so many tragedies in, in soccer games over the years. It's not such it's such a bad thing to not have alcohol there. In 10 seconds, Art, agree or disagree? I agree. You know, I mean, look, look, and I, I was in, I was in a, in a Rome-Naples soccer game as a kid. My dad took it to me, and we got out of there right before, 10 minutes before the game, and it wound up being like just a nightmare. Hundreds of people got trampled. I mean, these people are crazy. So, I mean, I, I can see why Qatar, you know, also their religious beliefs in the whole shot. Hey, go have a few beers, head to the stadium, enjoy the game. You'll be fine. You know what I mean? You can make it two hours without without a couple of beers. For Art, for Andy Barron, for Mario, I'm Fred. See you around the corner right now on Sports Overnight America. <laughs> 